Attention! The movie guys love movies. Any comments about Goodfellas, I'm not capable of understanding. Isn't that right, Kyle Smith? Take it away, guys. Who the hell do you think you are? Frankie Valley or some oh. kind of big shot? I kind of missed that. I, I, I heard rumblings of this. Yeah, please, of the, uh, please to explain. Of the New York Post guy who wrote about uh, how women are incapable of understanding Goodfellas. In, say, that's where he probably went wrong. He said, they, if, he, if he had said, they just don't get it or sometimes don't get it. <coughs> but like, chick flick. <laughs> literally saying... Yeah, yeah. you can't do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he could have just said, hey, you know, that's not much of a chick flick. Yeah. And then he went on to <laughs> then he went on to write what the plot synopsis would be like if a girl wrote it. <gasps> oh my god! Uh, just oh, okay, he went that just far. He went that far. The internet exploded. Uh huh. Issues much? Ooh, that's too far. Yeah, right. Issues. <laughs> Issues much? And Shouldn't you be off arguing that uh, Mad Max is problematic because it's a feminist movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Karen, of course, uh, not here this week, but uh, argued that Henry Hills. Wife's name is Karen. Oh, oh so awesome. if anyone's good, and Karen is Sicilian. Karen gets good fellas, and she wishes she could be here yeah. to, to say as much. But yeah, I think did we you all pull? Know. A, did you pull a clip? We should pull him saying Karen for, Karen, for yeah, dropping I, I in the show. Her yelling at him. Okay, you know, so because that seemed more right to have Karen get the last word on this Kyle Karen. Smith guy. It never occurred to me that Goodfellas would be a, a movie women wouldn't get. Not incapable, but just wouldn't in general. But. Fight Club, for example, I'm always amazed at how many women tell me they love Fight Club. Yeah, well, that's that Marla Singer's a, a cool character. Like, I could see if you were like... And I've asked them. It's not necessarily Marla. It's they really just identify with the movie on a whole. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Adam. Well, there's the a, girl character. But there's a freedom to it. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. They identify with Brad Pitt's abs. Right, ladies? I mean, what? there's no winning that argument. <laughs> hey, welcome, welcome to the Movie Showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling Movie Guys empire. And we here at Globo Gym, we're better than you. And we know it. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, characters, bits, special guests, and more as we broadcast from the Admirals Club right next to the best place to fly in L.A. You heard <laughs> the Burbank Airport. They don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show every week on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Vimeo, YouTube, Player.fm, TuneIn, and of course, the themovieguys.net. Yes? I'm wondering... That's a lot of places that I could go. Yeah. Would that cost me anything? Not a dime. Absolutely wow. free. And we encourage you to subscribe, especially at iTunes. Uh, share and like posts wherever you like. Rate us. Leave a review. We appreciate it. And if you do, Barton will throw this in on top. Still no charge. Wow. wow. Do I have to act now or hurry? <laughs> Let's just say yes. Okay. <laughs> We're also on uh, WBAD.net Fridays at 4 p.m. Eastern. Basically, just search the movie guys on Yahoo, Bing, or Google. 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 And we come right up. <laughs> Speaking of the movieguys.net, head on over there after the show yes. and check out our latest print shenanigans, that being reviews of Spy and Love and Mercy, as well as our list of the greatest movies of all time. Time, time. time, time Remember time, we were doing that time, list? Time. Yes, I yes. I, you just posted the one, but I didn't have my top of all time oh, on there. For, 20, for 2014. No, I did all those other lists. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't actually. We did the right. best superhero movies of all time. Yes. We did the best uh, Which is horror movies, best comedies, and now simply the best Movies of all time. Yeah. Go no further than the movieguys.net for 
your next rental. But there's some movie, there's some years that are fun for the superhero and the horror ones because they didn't necessarily release a classic horror movie from that year. So, you know, like for superhero movies, like we picked a Bond film one year. You know, Casino Royale was the yeah. best superhero movie of that year. Best superhero it movie. was the best superhero <laughs> movie. And the horror movie, it was like, you know, like Enron won one year or something like that. Like that yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> oh, I should introduce everybody. I'm your host here for the hardest working oh, comedy show in the airwaves, Paul Preston, here with Bart Caius. Don't put it in your pocket, sir. Don't put it in your pocket. That's your lucky quarter. <laughs> And Adam Witt. Oh, hi, Danny. And Karen and I have gotten ourselves into a production of 9 to 5 over Working. at the Glendale Center Theater. So this week, Karen is at rehearsal, leaving it up to us gentlemen, as mentioned oh at the top of the show, to move forward with everything. But filling the Karen chair. Yeah. An actor and a real movie guy who, among other things, has appeared on The Mentalist, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Modern Family. It's Shannon McClung, everybody! Ah, thanks. I did nothing. The pavement was his enemy. (laughs) Oh, that was a good one. I just watched that recently. Oh, that's a good quote. Look at you going deep. Right out of the gate. The pavement was his enemy. What an amazingly strange line. I love that. That is from Twins, everybody. Yes. Uh, as ever, uh, we are your go-to source for previewing the newest, latest releases coming to theaters each weekend. And we have two big movies headed your way we want to let you know about. New ones? Yes. <laughs> every week. Just like our show. Oh, hey, there you uh, go. Inside Out, a documentary about how guys recycle their underwear. Not true. <laughs> it's the triumphant return of Pixar. Hey! The drought in L.A. is over. Mm-hmm. It's over, Johnny. How long has it been? Well, they kicked ahead the good dinosaur, so we went all of 2014 without Pixar. Oh, wow. And then I think you got to go back to July when Monsters University came out. So well, that's two years ago. To this right? June. Yeah. That's just two years. Wow. Yeah. So two years. That's their Pixar. first. They, yeah, that's their first year. Apparently, it takes time to make movies. <laughs> <laughs> but this year, we'll get two because the good dinosaur kicked to this year. Oh. So this year, they're going to make up for lost time. Yes. Well, nice. Kubrickian, in Pixar terms, those two years, they have made up for it. Yes. <laughs> the long span. Yes, with originals. Pixar movies with now. originals, which would be nice. Uh, and let's see, what else we have? Oh, uh, later in the show, dope, as in cool, but also as in drugs. Because this movie's about drugs. Here's a clip. <laughs> hey! You go to high school in Inglewood. You think you're going to get into Harvard? I'm from a poor, crime-filled neighborhood, raised by a single mother, don't know my dad, blah, blah. It's cliche. <laughs> <laughs> so I imagine with that leading your trailer, the movie's going to set out to avoid cliche. Yeah, yeah. It's going to subvert that. It's, I mean, it's, you know, it's been how many years since, like, Menace to Society and that big spate of them. Now this is, like, the movie that's, like, aware of that. Like, I really can't wait to hear what we have to say about this because I'm really on the fence oh, yeah. based on the previews and the trailers. Oh, I've, yeah. I've seen a lot about this because I actually yeah. cut a piece on it this week. And uh, it it's, feels like it's, I think it's going to be good. It feels like it could not quite get to hilarity. I don't know. I fall in the middle because I haven't heard a lot about it. Out of Sundance, Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl, right? That was out of Sundance. That yeah. one I've heard a lot about. I haven't heard a lot about. That's going to win an award, and this one made all the money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> made all the money at Sundance. Big pickup. Big all right, money. well, let's uh, get to our first movie. Do you feel that the summer has already hit a rut? I mm-hmm. do, Paul. That it peaked early? Mm-hmm. Well, faster than mm-hmm. a remake of Poltergeist and more mm-hmm. powerful than the box office returns of San Andreas comes oh. Pixar. Adam, let's talk about Inside Out. If you feel the need to hug this movie, love this movie, and even pay for 3D, remember, your love for Pixar is all in your head. Oh, I'm so excited for Inside Out, or what nobody is calling the Osmosis (laughs) Jones of Emotions. Reference! 
<laughs> Thank you, Paul. That's a reference. It took several emails when we got that one in there. <laughs> After stretching their wings for some challenging projects and bringing us sequels to classic Pixar films, also Cars. Uh, Inside Out is the best kind of Pixar. It's a characterization of a basic human condition through an animated subculture that they invented but feels lived in because it's nailing us and who we are. You know why? Because Pixar. I don't know. They just because Pixar. Eleven-year-old Riley is a little girl who is forced to move from Minneapolis to San Francisco when her father gets a new job. Unfortunately, rice aroni and not seeing sunlight for eight months out of the year don't exactly thrill Riley, and so she becomes sad. Oh, Mickey, I'm a very sad. Well, I'm a very sad. Uh, very, very sad. Not a, not a clip, I should say. Hmm. the most impressive. Riley? Well, that, do you think that is? Riley is then rushed to a psychologist and diagnosed with either autism, ADHD, or a peanut allergy. I'm kidding. A fun animated movie continues. It just oh, yeah. This movie ponders why we get sad or mad or happy or angry. Well, it turns out there are little people living inside our heads. I knew it! And these little people are responsible for regulating our emotions. And, well, just like you at your work, they sometimes do a shitty job and we get upset. <laughs> this is the Herman's Head of movies. Oh, okay, if you're from the 90s. But if you're from the 70s, it's more of a, the ejaculation scene from everything you want to know about sex we're afraid to ask. Or maybe it's the what the bleep do we know if you're from a place where things come true, but only if you believe hard enough. No, no, not like that. <laughs> Differently. Yeah. Pixar, the studio that makes movies that work, is a movie about emotions, and the soundtrack has Boston's more than a feeling. That works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want perfect casting? Hey, look at that. Pixar nailed that again. Yeah, because Pixar. Points. Amy Poehler as the voice of joy. That works. Points! Louis Black as anger. That works. Oh, my God. And Richard Kind is the voice of Bing Bong. That works. Points! Sure. It's Richard Kind. It's Richard Kind. Of course, Kind. He's of Bing course Bong. it works. Bing Bong. I look forward to the sequel that will continue to follow Riley into her teenage years, where we explore the emotions of loathing, apathy, hunger, and sexual awakening called Upside Down or whatever. Just leave me alone. You don't understand me. Leave me alone. In a classic Bugs Bunny move, Inside Out drops probably the biggest adult joke disguised as a child's humor in the history of kids' movies. What was that? Was it a bear? There are no bears in San Francisco. I saw a really hairy guy. He looked like a bear. Works on two levels. (laughs) Works on two levels like any good movie. Uh, now, it's, of course, this is set in San Francisco. Many people have left their heart in San Francisco. You know. I left my heart. Take it, Shannon. San Francisco. California. Which just got wiped out by a tsunami in San Andreas. Oh. I left, left my, my heart. And now there's a girl with eight Four personalities going nuts. Every you know, this is a good, minutes. it's a good reason to just move to Oakland, I think. All this uh, okay. chaos. That's enough of this. Jokes. That's inside out. Any good movie means two things. Dope. Two things. There you go. <laughs> Double meaning. <clears throat> um, well, I mean, I don't have to tell you. I'm, yeah, right. I've been the biggest Pixar apologist. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that you don't need like to be the a, wrong word. Because I don't have to apologize. Word. Except for Cars too. Uh, I Famously. love Pixar. Yeah. And I can't wait to see this. You and are... it's Pete Doctor too, who made my favorite oh. of all time, which is Up. Up a- is a masterpiece. Inc. Up is a masterpiece in that Pixar masterpiece way. They make those masterpiece moves. Like, I don't need every movie to be a masterpiece, but at Pixar you go, well, they've got a record of really masterpiecing up. Like, really just toys. It's toys talking around. You know, talking and doing stuff, having adventures. Like, who would screw that up? Most people. They made it, like, the some of the greatest movies of all times are about toys and 
bugs and. <laughs> well, we all know that the first uh, animated Oscar was created because of like Pixar. The right. first animated. Oh yeah. Well, of that's, that when they de- developed that category, it was probably because every year they deserved an Oscar for Toy Story and for everything else they put out. Yeah. And then the first year they do it, DreamWorks wins for Shrek. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, not what? what they invented it for. No. <laughs> and now DreamWorks struggling. They had yeah. to give it to something. Yeah. Do, will this be the home of? See, they, so Pixar's got this. I think it's going to be a big release. Anybody? Kids? Yeah, maybe yeah, kids yeah. might want to go Great see timing. it. Great timing. Maybe. Anybody might want to go see Great this? desire for yeah. it to happen after two years. And DreamWorks released Home two yeah. months ago, which is about a, an alien cat. Which actually didn't do too bad. For March, like yeah. $130 million? Oh. Yeah, not going to save the studio, oh. which needs a saving. But yeah. they got Kung Fu Panda 3 on the horizon, so we'll see. But like most animated, uh, computer animated movies cost more than $130 million. Yeah. Not a cost-saving yeah, right. measure. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Not a cost-saving which, measure. Which amazes me. I mean, you don't need locations. Well, they use the really, doing? really good <laughs> markers. The really good, <laughs> thick, uh, the ones Crayola, that shade real good. The Crayola fine-tipped markers. Those are the ones. It, what makes those budgets so huge? Is it just time, people, time, computers, IT? I got a computer. <laughs> it's a massive undertaking. Yeah, I mean, I it requires. Script out this afternoon. You know, I was undercharging. I guess. I will say that the um, that this movie seems like a great example of show it, don't say it. Because mm. if you've ever read this, the the plot to this movie, like on Wikipedia, yeah. it's insane. But I'm pretty sure they show it in like 10 seconds in the trailer. These little balls go floating around, and then uh, Joey has to go catch them. That, that's basically the plot. Okay. Like These little balls are memories. Memories get lost in long term, and you got to go get them. But if you were to read this the way they explain it, oh, I don't want to see this movie. This looks horrible. This sounds disgusting. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's why I say this is classic Pixar, because as soon as I saw like the wall of emotions or whatever, I was like, oh, it's the doors from... You know, it's the doors from Monsters, Inc. or whatever mm-hmm. that are representing a different thing. And I'm like, okay, they can they can world build in this way like aces. Like, they've just done it too many times. And you know you there know? are going to be four or five huge moments that you don't see coming or you don't know are going to happen at all until you get in there. And that's what's great. Like, Toy Story 2 did not need to be that good at all for us to like it. Yeah. Like, it, like they're just one of those things that became transcendent. Well, you knew that like, surprised Disney as well. That yeah. was supposed to be straight to video. Oh, let's give people another Toy Story thing. Mm-hmm. It was so good yeah. they went theaters. Theaters put that thing at theaters uh-huh. and it blew up, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, they're not really uh, focusing on the merchandising of Inside Out, which I think is always. Oh, a, oh no, a you, can get, uh, you can get your Inside Out Ridlin. You can get your Inside <laughs> Out. Well, there's a Wellbutrin tie in. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole Smith, Glaxo, Klein, and Pfizer crowd. Well, those, those are my favorite characters in it Smith, Glaxo, Glaxo and Klein. Klein. Yeah. <laughs> That's the three misfits, and they pop their heads out. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 th- I think you. I may be on record as saying I hate stunt casting or stunt voice casting when it's completely unnecessary. But as we mentioned, it it is just nails across the board. Oh, but nailed everyone. You have Amy to cast Poehler. anger. Yeah. Amy Poehler yeah. as Joy is just it made right? me smile every time I see that trailer. Yeah, perfect. It's getting to the heart of who they are yeah. as performers, Lewis like Black character actors. Absolutely, oh, Lewis well, Black is anger. It's funny you should mention <laughs> that the characters uh, in this film represent the basic emotions as we mentioned that you feel each day, mm-hmm. but. Did you know? Well, you know what? Well, I was saying it felt like there, were, there should be more. Yeah. It could be they, a lot they more, They only right? had like three or four in the there movie. There are more complex oh. emotions yeah. that were accurately written into the script and cast. Oh, wow. And, and But uh, they were cut most at oh. the end. You know, yeah, you we know? can see the extras when it comes but out. But probably good because then you would probably be upset with the stunt casting. Yeah, they probably you know, parsed it down just to the... But we're the movie guys. We have audio of those... Uh, you got the, the actual... Oh some gosh. of the stars coming in and recording well, parts of their things. We get all sorts of access around here. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, inside, I had no idea. Inside lines on all sorts of cool well, stuff. Let us enlighten you, Shannon, and, and the folks at home. <laughs> uh, for example, uh, Mel Gibson was on board 
You know, he did Pocahontas years ago. They probably said, let's go back to the oh, Mel Well. Mel Gibson was in it. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I, who, what could he have played? He played Betrayal of the Concept of Good. Oh, oh well, that's actually how quite that went. fitting. Yeah. Hey, I saw a pizza place down the street. Maybe we could try that. You make my life so fucking difficult. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, he came in pretty strong there. Oh, yeah. look, look at this yeah. list. This is, a, I mean, it's a, this is pretty amazing, actually. Yeah. Before his uh, Exodus Gods and Kings schedule prohibited his ability to get to the studio as much as necessary, Christian Bale was actually cast as unreasonable. Christian, really? Wow. Well, now, see, I would that'd be kind of cool. So, Riley, how was the first day of school? What the fuck is it with you? Oh, jeez. Well, I can see, Always. I can see where it was kind of apropos, but a little over the top at the a, end. And there. I can see why they were both cut so far. Yeah, well, I don't know what true. we're going to hear going that's forward. True. But it, so far, it feels like it wouldn't fit with the plot that I saw, or right. at least yeah. in the trailer too. I don't know. Maybe. Well, you know, Paul, I'm, I'm actually reading here uh, that it, Jeff Bridges was supposed oh, to be in the film as well, well but uh, his his he was cut from the storyline. Uh, turns out he was cast as Chillin, Chillin' with an apostrophe. Oh, is everything okay? I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Feels yeah. like they could have kept him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're going to chill, that's the emotion yeah. that's they probably there, went, right? We should cut that down, and then they said, let's cut the whole thing. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> he, he went on. He was probably more a, a victim of time than, than quality and tone, right? Just, just no room. Now, we all know uh, Shia LaBeouf's gone crazy. We all know this, right? God love that. He's yes. better than he's ever been. Before he went, though, he recorded a good deal of his character's lines. He was cast oh, as belligerent. Oh. Belligerent. Hey, I saw a pizza place down the street. Maybe we could try that. Just do it! Make your dreams come true! Oh, okay. Ah. So I guess they must have tried him out for the same character. That, yeah, yeah. that or Forceful. They weren't sure which one uh, he was going to be cast. <laughs> they, they cast him into belligerent. Sadly, that's a character they got cast. I will be playing the part of Coercive? <laughs> now we might have actually seen the first acting role. Now a lot of actors, actually, directors do acting roles, but I, I've heard that David O. Russell was going to act in this. Oh. I mean, use his voice. It's the director of American Hustle and The Fighter, uh, and he was uh, cast alongside Lily Tomlin. Now that makes sense, but I wouldn't put the two in a scene together. That's really. where Pixar will go. Above oh, okay. And yeah. Now I see Lily Tomlin was probably acting. What was he? Uh, what was he auditioning? He was for? playing. He was playing conflict. Conflict. Oh, oh okay. so let's, let's hear maybe that's good. I'm not a fan of Tomlin's more dramatic work. Yeah. Yeah. It just keeps going. Yeah, they've recorded a lot. Very method. I, the very method. I can see it animated. I can see one being purple yeah. and the other being blue and arguing. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Then when they get mad, the heads turn red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, well, the hair goes up. I mean, it's yeah. only, you know, you got to picture that, too. Obviously, that just Well, speaking like, of Shia LaBeouf, Alec Baldwin's all over the place these days. And, oh. and he was due for an appearance in an animated movie. Sure. I, I'm pretty sure we all felt that coming, right? <laughs> well, until they went with a smaller name as Riley's father, Baldwin was originally cast as parental. Ooh, that, oh, there's that's an emotion. emotion. Hey, I saw a pizza place down the street. Maybe we could try that. I don't give a damn that you're 12 years old or 11 years old or that you're a child or that your mother is a thoughtless pain in the ass who doesn't care about what you do as far as I'm concerned. You have humiliated me for the last time with this phone. And when I come out... I was going to say... Good call, Pixar, on, the, yeah. on these cuts. Yeah. yeah. Now that we've gone Again, through them all... There's a professional doing this job, clearly. <laughs> now, obviously, the father's going to be disappointed, and you know she might have problems, and she's going through all these emotions. I understand. So, but, but yeah, it's a little too much. The a first, little much. I've never noticed this about that clip, but I love the fact that he doesn't know how old she is. 11 or 12, whatever you are. I don't care if you're 11 or 12. Boy or girl. Whatever, whatever your you. name is. Listen. Enough of that. 
So, well, apparently the good, the, the right casting choices were made. Hats off to Pixar. Because yeah, yes. I, I, I would have kept maybe one or two of those. And then Adam was mentioning what next for them. The emoticon story. Emoticon right? story. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking there's a, about... There's a subculture well, that hasn't been animated yet. No, I think uh, patent pending, I think Bart <clears throat> just hit on it, which was the pills. So the, they always do an animated subculture. Oh, so you yeah. have types of pills, right? Obviously, types of pills have types of emotions. Seriously, I'm copywriting this. <laughs> we're out of animals. We're out of plants. Yeah, we're out of pills. food. We got to go to pills. We got Ritalin. Yep. We got... Wellbutrin. Uh, Wellbutrin. Viagra would be the life of the party. Hey, You'd I'm casting in. Lewis Black <laughs> as crystal meth. Okay? <laughs> I'm just casting it right now. Ryan Gosling would be my Viagra. Ryan Gosling. Joaquin Sam Phoenix. Elliott is Quaaludes. <laughs> Sam Elliott is Quaaludes. <laughs> Quaaludes. Oh, and Joaquin man. Phoenix is Acid. <laughs> That's a movie I'd see, Pixar. Right? Well yeah. done. Right. But, 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 but patent pending. But patent, but patent pending. pending. That is a movie guy's production already. <clears throat> in right, progress. Tom Foolery. Uh, let's preview our next movie, Dope. Wait, wait. The movie's called Dope? That's right. Dope. <laughs> oh, the oh. movie Dope. Let's do it. Yeah, here we go. Dope. I guess amidst the Avengers sexism controversy and the smash hit female-driven movies Spy and Pitch Perfect 2 and the stealth feminist tale Mad Max Fury Road, I hadn't noticed that not a single black person has been in any movie since Furious 7. Jesus. Not even in Entourage? Nope. Not even Entourage. Wow. I'd say the summer is letting black America down. But then, this is prime pool party season. Now, Dope was the big winner at this year's Sundance Film Festival. And, oh, I don't mean award-winning. I mean it won by getting $7 million pickup and a $15 million prints and advertising budget. The real award winner will be boring you this fall with no Yo! MTV Raps references. Reference! <laughs> the movie stars Shamik Moore, who I'll call a newcomer since I'm pretty sure he's not on Game of Thrones. He's not, Paul. Shamik plays Malcolm, um... You know what? I'll let the movie pronounce his full name. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Malcolm Adekambi. There you go. A young kid in modern South Central who's obsessed with the 90s for, uh, from his Air Jordans to his house party haircut to the soundtrack of the movie and his Walkman. That's right, old people. House party is an old reference. <laughs> reference! There you go. Oh. Oh, he looks like that guy, too. <laughs> now, Malcolm, Malcolm runs with a crew of other nerds. That's right. There are black nerds. Mm. Some of them are even less cool than white people. But black or white, <laughs> teens are all about getting laid. Mm -hmm. And dope doesn't stray from that classic concept. Mm. But in the hood, the complications can be a little different. This party is run by a drug lord, and the party gets shot up by a gang. Now, I guess the white equivalent could be the party I went to where the cops showed up because Space Hog parked their van illegally. <laughs> True story, though. No? Not, 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 not the same thing? No. I don't know. When will the races ever come together? <laughs> the three nerds escape the party with thousands of dollars in drugs. Molly. Pure ecstasy for those who aren't on it right now. <laughs> with gangs stalking them around every corner and hundreds of thousands to be made slinging ecstasy, the group could only think of one place to go. Coachella. Which... <laughs> like the summer movies, is for white people. <laughs> <laughs> this movie really is super bad on drugs. Three high school kids going to a party, but instead of booze, they end up with a shitload of ecstasy. And instead of trying to stay one, head of, one step ahead of the cops, here they're trying to evade drug dealers who, well, they want the drugs because that's what drug dealers do. So super bad on drugs. 
I love how IMDb <laughs> describes the story as the kids going to an underground party, which leads them on a Los Angeles <laughs> adventure. <laughs> oh my God, Los Angeles there. adventure, which is website for drugs. Ah. <laughs> or the metro. Now high school is tough enough for this trio of misfits. The last thing they need to do is go someplace they don't belong. It is time we started expanding our horizons. We're not going to a drug dealer's birthday party. But that's exactly what they do. Oh, movie, will you ever learn? <laughs> now, we're not sure exactly what ensues, but we're pretty sure it isn't hilarity. It's probably more like mild amusement. If I let this slide, we got what they call a slippery slope. You know what a slippery slope is? Do a guy anything to do with skin? Shut your ass down. I think we're right. Mild amusement ensues. It looks like this film will challenge what it means to be young and black in Los Angeles. It may shatter some stereotypes we cling to, even when we really don't know everyone of one race or class. I think it's safe to say that not all black teens are in gangs and trafficking drugs. Not all kids in poor neighborhoods are living without a future. And not all white kids go to Coachella and smoke weed. Okay, well, maybe that last one's true, but you get my point. That's dope. Trying to make a point at the end. Nope, uh, you brought it around. That was like the final word. Yes. I, we, should, we don't have that in enough of our previews. The final word? Yeah, where we have a thought about humanity and how we end it with be kind to take each other. Take care of yourselves. Yeah, take care of each yourselves. Other. Now, uh, Bart, in that preview, reaffirming his belief that you're not, you don't think you're going to get much of this uh, movie, You know what? Huh? There, are, there are a couple of really, and maybe this bodes well for the movie because they're not shooting their load in the preview, but that ski slope joke was horrible. There's a whole N-word uh, exchange that has been just done over and over and over again. I don't see any new ground here. Uh, we were talking earlier about how I was confused that I thought it was a period piece, and it turns out he's it's modern-day Los Angeles. That's but, what's cool about it. But he's just so into the 90s. Yeah. Um, so I was confused. I thought Clint Eastwood directed it, maybe. No? <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa, Fi Grandpa Caius, you're so confused about this movie. I just don't... I, it's not striking me as hilarious. What I will give it is the night in L.A., that we love night in LA stories, right? Oh, yeah, after yeah. hours to night crawl. I do. Night love in it. LA love it. makes for a great collateral. Boogie nights. Boy, collateral. I lived the last two nights at night in LA because I went to the Blackhawks winning, and uh, and the night before that, I'll, I, what did you see this week? I'll explain where I, where I was, but I got to ride home twice at night at LA, and man, it is HDTV. That it is just the 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 <laughs> buses and trains in LA. It is just a show. It is there for you as an, an entertainment. I highly suggest it. Not dangerous. <laughs> Simply entertainment. No, not dangerous. Just yeah. amazing, really. Yeah. I might be the word for it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, this is, this is nice. Well, you know what this kind of is? This is like an American graffiti, a hip-hop American graffiti with instead of a soundtrack from the 50s, you know, it's from the 90s. Sure. I mean, I, I kinda, it kind of seems like that kind of adventure. It's and, been, and, and, and American graffiti jumped back 20 years, and that's what... Yeah, this is doing, yeah, right? it's a nostalgia movie, which George Lucas invented. Anybody says anything bad about George Lucas, keep in mind he invented the nostalgia. Wait a movie. minute, I'm confused. This movie and takes sound, place modern soundtrack today, right? This is a modern. It is okay, yeah. so it doesn't doesn't jump back. Oh, you're right. Okay, so it takes place today. <laughs> oh God! So this I movie, got, I got confused. See, God, I know, I know, I know. It's what, all it's what? All, what? Know, <laughs> well, okay, but hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm still, I'm still correct because the soundtrack is all night. Adam's still right. Let's all just 90. make sure that's on I'm the record. Still right. I'm still right. Let no, I was confused because there's there's like a dubstep soundtrack to it, but yeah, because yeah, oh, it is modern. It it's not. And, and if well, you, when they go to the drug lords party, it's, oh, it's yeah. all that stuff. And if you pay attention to just certain clips of the preview, if you're not, you know, if you're, you know, not paying strict attention, like I sometimes don't, it felt like it was a '90s 
period piece. The, the, some of the soundtracks '90s. I thought I thought I well, read yeah. some oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, probably 90s if he loves it, because that's what he listens to on yeah, tape. He's got the know? Walkman. But then he plays in a punk band. Yeah, it seems yeah, a little true. all over the place. So he's he's <laughs> really into '90s hip hop, but he and his friends have a punk rock band. And Why I'm, don't you have a '90s hip hop band? That's 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 a good point. I watched the preview again. Oh, I was stop just, asking I was, questions. I was looking for the cars. Yeah, I, I was looking at the cars. I was like, all right, oh, yeah. do they look like '90s but era automobiles? But, but all but, DeLoreans. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not even a good giveaway because doesn't doesn't the hip hop culture sometimes retro out like late '60s lowriders, and you have no idea when that actually happened. Right, so they're all riding around in Buick, Buick Bart, Rivieras. You're gonna I, have to go see it. To find okay, out. I'm gonna show you. you got me, movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna show Bart Scott Pilgrim versus the World and watch his head explode because talk about a movie like when you were saying, and he's in a punk band, and I was just like, oh man, this is like in Scott Pilgrim, that's like just one tiny minor random thing that happens. Yeah. All right, well enough of this. Yeah, <clears throat> enough of this nonsense. Looks we fun. have whole new nonsense to get onto uh, with our guest, hey! a guy who has. Hey! Uh, been kind of inner circle to a part of the show. He's a friend of mine and friend with many friends of the show who've yes. been on here before. So it's about time we got Shannon on here to talk uh, all movie geekery. Um, list a few things he's been on that we we had a small list before, but you might have seen him on Anger Management, Criminal Minds, Workaholics, and Whoa. more. Shannon McClung. Hey! Of the clan McClung. There it is. Yeah. How, do we, how do we pronounce that? Uh, it's McClung. It's the obligatory uh, Scottish McClung? slash Irish reference. McClung? McClung. McClung. It's like, like a McDonald's lung. <laughs> the McClung. That's hilarious. The McClung. <laughs> the McTung. You get that in Thailand. The McTung. The McClung. The McClung. <laughs> yeah, that's right. McTung was actually my one of my sister's uh, nicknames in high school. <sighs> so Nice. <laughs> so what is her number? Nice. <laughs> When will be she? Uh, <laughs> Back to one. When will she be on the show, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, where are, you, where are you from? Are you from Orlando? Yeah, well, I, I was born in South Carolina, but my uh, dad was in the Navy, and we got transferred to Orlando when I was like five. So, I'm from Orlando. Yeah. Oh wow. It's, but minute, then you, you stayed there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, now, now that she's mentioned this, I worry about your movie going. How you, so? you didn't move around so much where you couldn't go to movies when you were a kid, right? No, oh no, okay. I went to movies all the time as a kid. I mean, that was that was the that was my reward for you know doing well in school. Some army brats, you know, they could move around. They don't, they can't see movies because they're busy moving. Well, no, the movie theater on a, on a military base. That's one of the best places oh, yeah. to go see. I saw movies. Popeye oh, no kids? on a military oh, base. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw Popeye on a military base. That's my <laughs> yeah. memory of that. Surround sound, the whole deal. <laughs> oh, absolutely. They spare no expense. Oh. <laughs> How often do they show movies to the, the... It's not like MASH, right? Where they just have the little projector in, <laughs> in a in a In a tent. <laughs> There's a hamster running yeah. on the wheel to get the projector going. Radar! No, it's like, you remember going up and having like the dollar theater and they would show, you know, like the second run movies? That's pretty much what what I remember on, on the Navy base that we lived on. That was always the second run movies. And yeah, you know, right I saw yeah. Empire Strikes Back so many times. Like they cool. would They would constantly bring back the Star Wars movies. And that's part of the reason I'm, you know, such a big Star Wars fan. So and but you were so you were very so you had a run of the joint. Oh if, yeah. If, imagine yeah, yeah, that yeah. running around and just like you don't have to worry about anybody. You know, you run around the streets of LA. Uh, but you can go out at night and matter. You're Both safe. Both places right? though you can shoot guns, right? <laughs> run around military base shooting guns. Army base. Run military around base. LA shooting guns. <laughs> watching movies and shooting guns. That's all you do. <laughs> they didn't have a lot of guns on the so let me ask you. Oh, okay. uh, let me ask you what we ask every guest. It wasn't, at, it wasn't at, at weapons training. No. We were like a different play. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. I grew up next to the weapons training uh, depot. What's your favorite movie of all time? Oh, there's so many. But uh, for this, I, I will go with, uh, I'll go with one of my top five, which oh. is uh, Rudy. Nice. Rudy. Yeah. It's wow. a good one. I've seen Rudy a lot. Is that movie jail, Paul? What? Oh, oh. are you kidding? Oh. Are you kidding? Here's the deal. 
I picked it up on DVD from a friend recently because I know I'm in movie jail bad for Rudy. Uh-huh. And it's sitting in my living room waiting to be watched whenever I've seen everything in the theaters with movie pass. That is shocking <laughs> to me. I know, I've never seen Rudy. But, I mean, you're a big guy, though. See, growing up, like, I'm, you know, not a, not a big fella. So to watch a movie about a little guy that gets on a college yeah. football team, I mean, yeah. that was very inspiring to John me. John Favreau, Vince Vaughn, yeah. Mitch Rouse. Oh, yeah, Mitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mitch Rouse. <laughs> Rudiger. What's what makes it so great? Just that the 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 underdog story. It's the ultimate ult- underdog yeah. story, it, it, right? It is the ultimate underdog story. Um, the score. I'm a big score fan, and it yes. has a Jerry Goldsmith. It's his greatest score, yes, right? It it's is, his greatest. It score. is. They use that music in college football season every year to talk about teams that are coming up because it's amazing. It was amazing it, right off the bat. It was. That's one of. Jerry Goldsmith's greatest scores. Yeah, that's, so good. He that's, did Hoosiers too, right? He's a sports bum, guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, also, it was a film that I saw with my dad. And you know, I loved, I loved going to movies with my dad. And uh, you know, my dad often fell asleep. <laughs> and this is one that he didn't. Ah, that's <laughs> and, big points. And by the end of the movie, like I remember standing up and cheering, and my dad stood up too. I was like, "Wow, I, wow. I'm, I'm very, I'm very surprised <laughs> that dad is standing up for this." I so, think yeah. the reason that movie resonates with people is that the victory at the end, the the winning moment, mm. isn't this huge. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> what did I lead with? <laughs> Haven't seen it, Bart. No, it's no. There's yeah, you ran out of time on that. Bruce Willis <laughs> yeah, is I fucking know. dead. Yeah, what was a twenty year? We have a twenty year rule, right? <laughs> no, Bruce but, Willis is dead. No, it's there's, a sled. There's, <laughs> the oxygen tank blows up. Thank you, Adam. I needed this. Bombs in Sorry. the trunk. No, but the 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 ending isn't this huge. <laughs> this huge triumph. It's it's a triumph of of. Scale and proportion that we can all not ruining it, ruining no, it. Know, scale and proportion that we can <laughs> you, all relate to. You know what the to. themes it's are. It's not an underdog story. Let's see wins in the end. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, <laughs> just a horrible story. Don't tell me if he wins at the end. He it's doesn't an win the story. Super Bowl, Paul. So don't worry. Yeah. He doesn't win the Super Bowl. But Rocky loses. No, but the, the first the, one. they didn't win Friday Night Lights, and I just blew that for everybody. So. <laughs> Rocky loses. My point is, I think it's I think it's a triumph that on scale that we can all appreciate that, like, hey, this is a, a person succeeding to the level that n- normal people can succeed and feel good about their success because yeah. it isn't this over the top save the world moment. It's yeah. a very real yeah. life. Heartfelt. Life is like little victories. Yeah, just getting on that field was a victory, and we, but in the movie did all its homework and built us up to that moment. Yes. You know? so oh his, my gosh, <laughs> all the little victories in that movie just tear your heart out. Right? Tear your heart out, especially again. And it's Sean Astin. And he's great in it. He's, he's so good in it. Yeah. Uh, like Sean Astin, what in the '90s? He had a great l- run of movies. Like if you guess, yeah. like Toy Soldiers. Mm-hmm. What was that movie? He was oh. in the junk in the woods with uh, Kevin Bacon. Oh, it was like a ri- river. River, it, yes. Like, oh, the river. Oh, the river blank. wild. Is it the river See, wild? No. 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 That's, that's Kevin Bacon. That's a river movie with Kevin White, Bacon. Whitewater summer. Whitewater. Whitewater summer. Up the creek. <laughs> oh no, sorry, that's Tim Matheson and Flounder from Animal House. <laughs> Together again. <laughs> Your two favorites from that movie. Thank God. <laughs> All right. So note to self. Watch Rudy. Yes. Be more like Rudiger. Rudy Rudiger. Oh, Rudy is that Rudiger. His Rudy Rudiger. Is well, his, his nickname Rudy? is Rudy. Because it's Rudiger. Oh, okay. Everybody's getting sick and tired of why don't you put out like Rudiger? That's Mitch Rouse. <laughs> That's <laughs> Mitch Rouse. Why don't you dial it back a little bit? That was that was like a, we we had that discussion with Ruth Rudnick last week that the first time you see someone you know on screen, like from Second City or whatever, like there's that was he was like the first person that I saw was on because they shot that in Indiana. I mean, I think a bunch of Second City people. I mean, well, I guess Vince Vaughn and and uh, John Favreau probably would have been in Chicago. Chicago, too. yeah. But. Uh, yeah, and I went home to work at a movie theater because that's the year I worked at a, one of the years I worked at a movie theater. <clears throat> and there was a guy I 
just seen in Chicago on stage. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it was, was kind of crazy. It was like a crazy moment. Like, I first. can top that. I saw my neighbor's boobs ah! on screen. Oh, that's such a great thing about being oh, in Hollywood, isn't best. it? Isn't it? Living you can, oh. I can tell the story now because I'm no longer with this woman, and she would. She just didn't want to hear it, right? She was one of those girlfriends that just other women didn't People exist. People talk about the weather with this, this yeah. too. Los Angeles. It's <laughs> so, great. So we move into an apartment in Beverly Hills, and there's a pussycat doll living in the building. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, her name is Sia Batten, and she was on one of the Star Treks. I don't okay. know if she was a, an alien on one of the Star Treks. I'm going to go Deep Space Nine. Okay. <laughs> I'll be right. Um, but she wore a lot of prosthetics, and she wasn't all hotted up like number seven or six or whatever with the... Six, seven of 60 nine. of nine. Uh, 60 of nine. Jerry, 69, Jerry yes. Ryan, yeah. 60 of nine. Good <laughs> uh, so, so, and she was a pussycat doll, but she was with the traveling uh, burlesque show. And this girl was stunning. Just Gorgeous, gorgeous woman. Mm -hmm. And one day we go out to see Charlie Wilson's War. Mm -hmm. And the movie opens up with her in the hot tub. Nice. And I was, I, I couldn't be more excited, but I also right? couldn't show it because my girlfriend was sitting next to me. <laughs> I couldn't possibly go, oh my God, let's see his tits. That's so good. So, yeah, that, that's a wonderful thrill of like living in LA. Is not yeah. only do you never know who you're going to see on screen, you never know who you're going to see naked on screen. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> or naked in the street. A friend of mine <laughs> came in with a friend to do a bar one time, and there was this gorgeous looking woman and something like that. And End of the night, found out, oh, she's a porn star. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to go home and look at her naked. <laughs> because I would, I couldn't, that right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll meet you in the middle. I'm going to tell this story for Karen. <laughs> yeah. Good call. I'm going to tell call. you the, tell this story Wait, for Karen. Wait, is Karen gone? Yes. Okay, She continue. would probably tell this story better if she were here. But she was doing a, a show, and she may have told it already, actually, in West Hollywood. And it was uh, like cats, but they were all dogs. So there was one dog who was the puppy, right? Okay. Stay yeah. with me. It's like cats, yeah. but they're dogs. <laughs> Dr. <Dr>. Acula. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes out. He's a phlebotomist. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she, so she's doing the show with this cast of folks and, and finds out, well, there's one guy, he's gay, and he plays a puppy, right? <laughs> and finds out he did one of these Skinamax movies. <gasps> and sure enough, uh, she tunes in to see it, and he's straight. In the movie, oh, straight for pay, banging, yeah, straight chicks. for pay. Yeah. Uh, but he's, uh, it's because he's probably weird. muscled, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's yeah. ripped. Yeah. Well, might he? I say? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's acting. Acting. That's acting. Acting. When you can get a fake erection, when you can a fake your erection, but it's not there. You, a know, erection. you don't see any of it, of course. Full so who knows? All, all you see is him like in the throes of passion. Yeah, and now Karen's like, oh, I gotta be, go on stage. Yeah. He's weird. That's weird. <laughs> anyway, acting is embarrassing, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no dignity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who was your Chuck core? Right out the door. Uh, you did improv down in Florida, no mm -hmm. doubt. Who was your core oh, folks down there? Core folks down there? Uh, well, Brian Bradley. Yes. Brian Bradley. Brian Bradley. Brian Bradley. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, wrote for Mad TV. Know. Oh, okay. Shannon and I worked at Universal Studios Hollywood together. Yeah. Still do. Yeah. Not together You are anymore, theme park employees. I have to say this. You guys are living what sort of like an ultimate extension of just like play. Like you know, you just the, the, you get to play. You were in. You said you were in Waterworld, or no? You were in. You were in Terminator. I was in Terminator Two 3D. That, yeah. I have had that thought every time I saw Terminator Two 3D at Universal Studios. I thought that is I, that looks so fun up there, running around like John Connor and the Terminator and everything, and participating with that. Like it's just like ah, oh, it's just having such fun. Or the Indiana Jones stunt thing or Waterworld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've told I've told my parents many times because yeah. I started working at Universal when I was 16 years old, oh, and that is cool. the only job outside of acting jobs that I've ever had. So you haven't had to grow up. I've never That's had to grow great. up. <laughs> I've never. I I bus tables for six days my freshman year of college. Okay. I lasted six days. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I, I can't. Oh, I can't. I, I've been spoiled. Yeah. I retired from waiting tables. 
I did it for you know a number of years, yeah. but then I retired as I can't do this anymore. Yeah, and I don't. Paul made these benchmarks. He said I'm retired from children's theater. Yep. Was one of them. I'm done. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. Never again. Never again. True. God, I did, tables. I did. I did one children's birthday party in Orlando. I uh, retired uh, from those. Oh, I God. did those for a solid Oof. year. When it I first was, moved out here. It was something else. A guy that I worked at Universal with uh, has has you know a company that does children's birthday parties, and the guy's from Massachusetts. He's from Boston, so uh, he was just like, "Hey, do you want to come on and you play Robin sometime for me when I'm Batman?" And I was like, "Yeah, I guess," because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "I'm getting to put on the you Wait, know the Batman cause... sounded like this." Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm Batman, and you are Robin. You're like, okay, I'll be, I'll be Robin. <laughs> I, was, I was putting on the Chris O'Donnell costume, and I was like, gosh, this is this is kind of awesome, until we had to drive yeah. to the party oh. in his Chevy Cavalier wagon. Oh. And we were in one of the worst oh, parts shit. of Orlando. And he's like, he's like, so, you know, no. And you were dressed like Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. God. You're just asking for trouble. <laughs> Does Batman and Robin look cool in what kind of car? <laughs> A turquoise Chevy Cavalier <laughs> wagon. Batmobile. <laughs> we parked the car a, a block away, and as we're walking through this kind of very shady neighborhood, Neighborhood. People, you know, opening the blinds oh, and looking at Batman and the oh. dynamic duo walking down the street. I wish street. there'd been a car accident so you could have walked up to him and said, Is there anything I can do? Don't <laughs> <laughs> believe me, citizen. Don't believe me, citizen. <laughs> it was it was one of the I I knew stepping out of that wagon, I'm like, I will never do this again. Yeah. But And yet dressing up like Batman, like I kinda do it tonight. You know, like that'd be kinda <laughs> cool, right? I just decided to go off like Batman tonight and I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a blast. It was a blast, but at the same yeah. time, I was like, I'll never. I'll never well, I did I'll it in Rancho Cucamonga in a hot rubber suit and in 104 degree. It was unpleasant. Ooh, were you Batman? Uh, were you Batman? I did, were you Batman? I did Batman a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> did they copyright Superman or they call him Super Guy? Oh, Spider Man was the worst though, because if you sweat it all through the head thing and you get big blotches oh. of sweat on your forehead, like Spider Man shouldn't have bo- <sighs> blotchy forehead. <laughs> Because you're the, sweating through the costume because hey, it's 110 degrees. All right, and and let people an insight into living in Hollywood. And I'm because I, I I take transit now because it's cheaper than cable. And uh, and when you go to Hollywood, I'm at Hollywood and Highland a lot. Which if you move to L.A., you don't go there a lot. But I end up there a lot. And it's just there's just something. Who's 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 the laziest superhero that you've seen on there? Fat, uh, Spider-Man has got to be the most pathetic. He just always has the paunch. The uh, <laughs> well, he'll have he'll have a Spider-Man top. <laughs> Sweatpants yeah. with the fanny pack. <laughs> with the fanny pack. I like sneakers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sneakers. Sweatpants, Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Can't commit to the spider shoes. Always tennis shoes right there. Yeah. And often there will be more than one. Yes. And, and, you'll, yeah, and, and yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll see broken the broken down Spider-Man kind of sizing yeah. each other. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Spacing themselves. Hey, you're down there. I'm down here. <laughs> it's a gauntlet, man. I feel bad for people Oof. visiting uh, Hollywood. Like, ooh, the place of stars and lifestyles of the rich. And the, holy shit, what a freak show. Uh, you got to walk that thing and getting harassed for a dollar. It's, it's the craziest sight. And they don't charge admission. You can just walk up and down the street. Yeah. Well, let's go back to, to Brian Bradley, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, who is now in the business, uh, he wrote for Mad TV, is now in the business of selling pilots, which cool. is great. Yeah. Um, so, who else? Was Brian Bradley, his, his lovely wife, Audrey Kearns. She yes. and I, been she, on the show. She and I did, uh, did, a, did a show together at Universal. She was actually the, uh, the Kimberly, the hostess in uh, the Terminator well, did show. Did she have a run at that? Uh, yeah. Cool. I can see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think who else who else came out of Orlando. I mean, I went to I went to high school. Well, I went to the same high school as uh, Wayne Brady. Um, oh yeah, he's we, a big Orlando. Yeah, we guy. had the same. Him, I, I mean, and, him and Mangum, right? Yeah, I've never I never met him, but um, you know, we had the same drama teacher. Uh, I was in many high school plays with Joey Fatone. Nice. <laughs> of, 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 of NSYNC fame. Um, and 
awesome That's guy. A fl- that sounds very Florida. Oh That's yeah, being yeah, Joey yeah. Fatone's uh, yeah land land of, land of the boy band. Mm-hmm. I kind of did dig his style because he was never the polished one before, during, after, one. and it, you can relate to that. You can't relate to the plucked eyebrowed guys <laughs> with their. You know, <laughs> you know, I was like Joey. I mean, he still lived in Orlando during during when they just blew up and like success was like it never changed him. Like he was always the same, just really really nice nice guy. You can stick in Florida and buy a lot of real estate there. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, I'm sure they they probably had to you know. kick a couple of gators out. It's like yeah. 25 bucks an acre. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I go home to Orlando and visit, and people talk about the, how much their house payment is, and I compare that to what we pay in rent oh. here. Oh yeah, you could buy a you could buy a bathroom if you sold your house at home. You'd buy a bathroom here. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was at a bowling alley in Cleveland, and I heard somebody say to somebody else, "Well, do you know they paid almost two hundred thousand dollars for that house?" I'm like, oh I think I got that on me. Come on. Yeah. I'll take three of those. Jeez. All right, listen, we got two big segments to get to today, especially one that I've, I've catered to uh, Shannon being here. But look, first, let's Ooh, get catered. to... What did you see this week? What did you see this week? I'll lead real quick uh, because I'm doing the stage production. I saw 9 to 5. You're going to get so sick of that song. (laughs) Amazon Prime. (laughs) I might. I don't know. We'll see. It could be worse songs to do a show after. Does but it stand uh, up? And am I a movie Joe for having never it seen it? It does not stand up. Oh, okay. uh, you are not a movie Joe. Yeah, okay. It was a huge hit at the time. You know, it was one of the top five yeah, movies yeah, in 1980 yeah. up there with Blues Brothers and uh, Where does it Strikes falter? Back. It's dated. Dated. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's goofy. It's fun, though. Yeah. I mean, you can see why you could say, uh, you know, we take that and update it a bit. And then when I remember see, I saw the show on Broadway with Allison Janney and... Mm-hmm. Um, and Lily No. No, it was Allison Janney. Did she do... Oh, wait, I saw that one. I saw the Allison Janney... Jane Fonda. No. Dolly Parton was in it? <laughs> it was a movie. It was a movie. <laughs> was Dolly Parton was in it? I'm pretty crisp, sure she was in it. It's a crisp HD movie. Okay, I, I confused you. Yeah, you know, Dabney Coleman's great in this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the part I'm playing, so I'm going to oh, have t- so tons great. of fun with that. Um, I think I'm going to play it a little bigger than uh-huh. he did, but he didn't need to play it anything other than what he did. He was great. He's, great. Yeah. He's so great. Yeah. Um, but no, it's fun. It's definitely 1980. It's, so that's the thing. It, it's yeah. but when we're, and the the stage play takes place in 1980. So we get to take it back there and have fun with all the yeah. the timey jokes too, like like Dope did. <laughs> <laughs> now, but anyway, we shouldn't talk about that one forever oh, okay. because there's other movies. What else? I saw something that's very apropos, and I I, I don't know if we should save it for an actual retraction, but mm-hmm. I saw uh, all the Jurassic Parks. Nice. And they had a marathon of Jurassic Parks. On uh, Spike and or TBS or TNT, cool. whatever it was. Uh, so I've seen Jurassic. Wow, you did an Adam. You ramped up. Ramped up. Did oh. you go see the? Um, I haven't seen the okay. Jurassic, yeah. Jurassic World, yeah. but Jurassic Park three. I saw it several times. I saw it like twice over the weekend. Wow, um, I haven't seen that. Laura one. Dern is in it. Uh, Sam Neill is in it. Yeah. Um, we had claimed that they had been removed and replaced. But Laura oh, Dern's Sam not Neal. in it for long. No, she's in it at the very beginning, yeah. and then she swoops in at the end and, and may or may not save the oh, day. thanks a lot. You um, blew the ending of Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> <laughs> let me guess, William um, H. Macy dies. Oh, wait, let me guess, William H. Macy is in it. <laughs> <laughs> um it's not a horrible movie. It's 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 dinosaurs going bonkers, and it's the same. It's the same thing, that's you your, know. That's the best logline, right? Yes, dinosaurs goes bonkers. Goes bonkers. Sold. It's classic. Uh, well, we know better, and no, you don't, and <laughs> don't do this thing, and yes, we do this thing, and and it's uh, it's it's all right. Yeah. The other movie I saw that um, I wanted to mention was White Man Can't Jump. Oh, and I can't tell whether this movie is quietly funny and brilliant mm. or just an absolute mess. 
it's extremely of its year, right? That movie feels the as relationship that year between. As I think the movie is loose, fun, and hilarious. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I mean, I've seen it a while, hilarious. but I I believe it holds up yeah. because when Wesley and Woody are on the screen, they just fight and yell and bicker mm-hmm. and piss, and there's yeah, something the about game. that relationship that I can't quite tell if it rings true. I think it's trying to present like you and your friends that give each other shit, you know, like like that yeah. sort of like relationship that we do have with some people where you just had that friend where you're like, it's just bad, but it's all out of love. Yeah. I, th- I think that's the kind of the game they're playing there. And that's their, their essence of their friendship. Fuck and- this. I'm going to get my gun. Shoot <laughs> all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they run a scam, right? They, they would they would get people to bet. Well, they would, they, yeah, so the, they the would, hustle they would, was they hustle Wesley Snipes would go out to the playground and yeah. start playing basketball, and then he would, and then Woody Harrelson oh. would show up like a half hour later, Dopey and Wesley and would say, you know what, pick anybody out here uh, for me to play with, and I'll play, and I'll beat you guys, and Woody would go, and they would go, give him the white dude, and uh-huh. Woody would come in, and they'd hustle him, and they'd run it, and then Wesley double, uh, double crosses Woody okay, and, and throws a game. That he and Woody are playing, so he can collect on the side. Ah, and so that's where things really. And break. then in Jeopardy. And then no, and then they get back together. <laughs> well, and don't, don't say everything. Adam hasn't seen it. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm then, guessing right then by all your like questions. Fled, if it's like Fled, I'll see it. Well, I, is it like Money Train? <laughs> I, look, I'm if it's not like Money Train. I'll see it. I mean, it's a, <laughs> I'm not doing well today, so I'm going to stop talking about that movie because I don't want to give away the big chase at the yeah. end and the big shootout. I don't want to talk about the. Does shootout. it end like the Cowboy Way? I'm just going down my catalog of. <laughs> when the vision comes up. I don't want to, yeah. <laughs> right, what else did we see? Uh, I saw Love and Mercy today. The new, uh, oh. the Brian Wilson of today. The, yeah, yeah. I actually saw it today. A, a cool. buddy of mine, uh, an actor named Fred Cross, has a, has a role in it. So I was like, ah, oh, I'm gonna go go support my friend here. Cool. Interesting, like like structurally interesting film. Like it's Brian I, Wilson. Yeah. And it's a. It's not a documentary. It's a no, dramatized. No, it's, yeah. It's it's sort of biopicish. Okay. Paul okay. Dano plays Brian Wilson, sort of at their heyday. All John right. Cusack plays him. Sort of uh, like in the eighty, I think it's in the eighties, eighty like mid eighties. Yeah. Uh, Paul Giamatti plays this. Uh, Ding! Si- I'm going. <laughs> right. And he's fantastic. He's really good. He wears a ridiculous wig, though. Better or worse than him in San Andreas? I saw five minutes of San Andreas <laughs> today. Paul Giamatti stuck in that movie. He's gravitas in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of Giamatti right now because he's in Straight Outta Compton too. Oh, is he? Is he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I can't wait to Play see Easy. That. No, he plays the white producer who's probably taking their money. (laughs) Uh, Elizabeth Banks, any good? Yeah, all of the acting is really good. There's just some structural choices that I found interesting. That's that's so. Like, is it told in a certain? Is it told straightforward, or is it? So you said it's back and forth. It it, it bounces around, and to me, like the point of a flashback for a character is to see how they became this way in the future, and that does not. That does not seem to be the way they did it with this movie. Mm. I, I always love those ham-handed where they like, uh, you know, they start to pour a drink and then you cut to the drink being poured. But now you're back in the seventies. Do they do all those? <laughs> that you have to do those things, right? And I'm going to put my name down on it. Hey, I'm just putting my name down on this paper in a different year. Here, catch <laughs> the football in the, the football, air. Yeah. Time passes. Yeah. It's always opening the paper. I'm going to open the paper. Oh, different man on the moon. Different year. <laughs> I don't like uh, biopics or biopics that aren't true like either of them yeah like like if you're if you're gonna do a story like brian wilson you, you better give me some facts you better yeah. do some storytelling about his life you don't get to just go oh it's kind of did like, you learn anything yeah i mean is it true is it accurate if you're gonna go that I mean, far as, as far as i know i mean like we were talking before there, there was a tv movie about the beach boys way like okay. i think in the 80s yeah. that, that i watched and i was kind of like yeah i do remember him having some sort of 
mental breakdown at some yeah. point. Yeah. Because their father was a jerk, right? I mean, that's covered in there. Their yeah. father was worked them like the Jacksons, right? Yeah. <laughs> is that Fred? They were the white Jacksons. <laughs> no. Fred, his friend, was, was in it. Oh. <laughs> that's good for Fred. That's cool. Yeah, this is the second second feature. Or no, like second one in a year. He was in Gone Girl as oh, well. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, he was. Mm-hmm. I, I remember that scene in the airport. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. Is he naked on the internet? Then you're really in movies. All right, what did you see? <laughs> well, I saw, well, first of all, I just want to say Movie Pass. On my way here, <laughs> I stopped by Universal <clears throat> Studios with my Movie Pass to just see Insidious 3. It was just on the way. So I just saw Insidious 3 because I can. Do you know this thing? No. Movie Pass, pay 35 bucks a month, go to as many movies as you want in the theater. It's Netflix for theater viewing. Oh no. my gosh, is it through a specific chain? Nope. No, they, they sign up specific theaters, and the great thing is it's technology-free because the people, I mean, well, with the exception of the app, but the, the theaters don't have to have anything special. You hit the app within proximity to the theater. It puts thirteen twenty five or whatever the ticket was on a debit card they send you, and you swipe that anywhere. But there's a list of ticket. participating theaters. Yeah, yeah oh, but right. they're, okay. they're AMC and Lemley and New Beverly. Universal. Yep, City Walk, all the Burbankies. Oh, Oh, as far as we're here in the Valley, yeah, you can go to Sherman Oaks Pacific, you can go to the Century, I don't know why you want to. And the greatest theater in the history of mankind, the New Beverly. And the Egyptian. (laughs) So you got your throwbacks and your revivals, Mm -hmm. your art house stuff at the NoHo 7, and uh, or all the new releases at all the AMCs. Hey, and I'll advertise this for free. Angelinos, next month they're doing a sword and sorcery marathon at the Egyptian. I will be there with my movie Are they going to show... The sword and the sword. Yes! Now I'm going In a to that. theater with I have all to those go to speakers. That. Oh my god. That's Lee Horsley? That big? <laughs> Richard Mall? Richard Mall? That movie's oh, awesome. It's be <laughs> good. All right, what did you see? For okay, the love of god. Well, what I saw is I am a oh, producer. Insidious. Okay. Uh, well, I saw Insidious. I can talk about that later, but I saw the Manson Family Vacation, which was a Kickstarter. Uh, and it was a it was written and directed by a guy who had edited Jay Duplass. If you guys know the Duplass brothers, Mark Duplass. Jay, Mark Duplass is on the league with our guest uh, who was in the league, right? Didn't you say that? Uh, one episode. Yeah. Oh, I saw that scene. Yeah. How is Mark Duplass? He was lovely. He I, was I, lovely. I, I have a huge man crush on that guy. He's like an indie filmmaker. He's the actor. He's the comedy guy. He's an improv guy. He's like, oh, man, he's doing everything. But anyway, so Jay Duplass, I, I really support their films. And they were making this movie about the Manson a tour site like all the famous sites from the Manson now when I moved here I went to El Coyote and a day or two later or weeks later or whatever found out that that was the last place that Sharon Tate ate before she was killed by the Manson girls and so that just like 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 I time traveled. I was like, Whoa, there's so much history around me. And I started looking up all the other sites and everything, which still gets you looked at like you're a weirdo. Even after this whole movie where we watched where, you know, it, t- it turned out that's a legitimate interest. But um, so I went and go saw, saw the movie. and It was awesome. It, it begins like a Duplass Brothers movies, which is what I wanted. So like jo- Jeff lives at home. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kind of have this sort of structure where there's the weirdo, but it's a family thing. Uh, and so there's the weirdo brother who was adopted and moved away, and, and uh, the other brother, played by uh, uh, Jay Duplass. It's, he's not the lead in a lot of things, although he was in the Mindy Project. So it was great. Uh, it, it started like that, and then there was all kinds of fun twists and turns, and it got kind of like, you know, a summary. Like, it was like, oh, there's, there was like legitimate tension, almost like Manson was going to kill somebody at a phone call from Manson in it. I won't give it a whole lot more away, but there's like a moment where Manson's on the phone and the tension is played like 
they're all about to get stabbed or something. It's pretty. It's pretty. Did fun. they hint at a release for this? Yeah, they said uh, October. It's going to be on Netflix, and I think they're going to do VOD like a month before that or something cool. like that. But yeah, Jay Dupress, Jay Duplass, and uh, Linus Phillips, who I've seen him pop up on some Adult Swim stuff, and <clears throat> and he's he's great. He looks like a Muppet. He's like the dopey brother who just you know he I, like I. Be- Young Sung Duplass. <laughs> but, you know, the honorary, Young honorary Duplass. Duplass. Yeah. So it's really cool. It's great. I mean, I'll talk more about it uh, when we get close to it. I'm going to try and get some of them on the show. That'd be great. Be fun. Yeah. All right. So and I was throwing around my weight because I was an investor, 150 bucks. But the whole time I'm at, I'm like, that's yeah, not I'm a bad investor. investment. That's not right. That's not yeah. bad because you got all the Duplass Brothers movies that I wanted anyway. Like all the prize stuff was like, oh, oh they gave him. Oh, that was part nice. of the prize levels. Is I didn't have the puffy chair. I didn't have this is John, and I didn't have uh, Kevin, which the director also edited and as Jay Duplass directed. It's the first thing he directed. Nice. Anyway. Like the last couple projects I've given like ten bucks to. I'm like I got nothing, but here's this. I'm yeah. helping give a cl- couple cliff bars to the boom up, you know. Yeah, and they're, <laughs> and they're thrilled when I do that. You I, know, it doesn't get me anything though. I well, would love them. Yeah, I guess 150. I got an extra special. Thanks. That's cool. So it's yeah. like a separate. Screen. All right. Well, I want to. <laughs> while Shannon's here, because Shannon is into geekery, and we often yes. go to Comic Con together. Yes. Uh, and there has been no formal announcement yet as to what's coming up to. Comic-Con. Bart's getting comfy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I might not have a lot to say. <laughs> um, so we just, just interject with interesting factoids you found out about Jurassic Park 3. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Just say, just say like... Okay. As they come to me. Yes. <laughs> Contribute that uh, way. See, it's, mean, not, it's not very memorable, is it? Crack me up. Uh, even though you saw it last weekend. Um, so we're going to talk about what we think might be coming movie-wise to Comic-Con because there's been no formal announcement. So... Fantastic Four advanced screening. Going to happen? Wait a minute. We could just guess randomly about what might be there? Oh, yes. yeah. Go for it. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I've got nothing. You Jurassic Park still have nothing. Five. Okay. Open plate. You got So, nothing. Fantastic Four. When does this come out and when's Fantastic Four come out? August. Okay. No, there will not be because I've heard that there's uh, they're probably not even going to screen it for critics and stuff. It's supposedly a little troubled, I guess. I that's a, yeah, that's a really bad well, didn't sign. That, didn't that director not show up at the Star Wars celebration? And then was fired. Yeah. yeah. Or, or because he was fired. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. The words... And, and there were stories that on Fantastic Four that uh, it, it was it was problematic Trouble, because, yeah. of, because of him. Yeah. Um, that it was maybe just too much too quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Coming off a of Chronicle. Right? Because because oh, that, that happens... Well, yeah. but that, that happens all the time now and it's interesting they threw directors into this situation. Colin Trevorrow the director of Jurassic World was also the director of Safety Not Guaranteed with Mark Duplass two years ago. <laughs> and now you're directing that. You know, James Gunn's now directing. So, I mean, it depends a lot on the, the producers to guide this thing, I think, if you've got a new guy like that. And Safety Not Guaranteed was his first feature, right? Yeah. That was his first. So, <laughs> yeah. Next movie. Same thing with Godzilla director. Wasn't that guy, the guy yep. did Monster? Now, at least that had some special effects. He's doing Rogue One. Yeah. And he's doing Rogue One. And he yeah. rose to the challenge. And now he's kind of going to move forward. But, you know. Uh, the Maze Runner, The Scorch Trials. Oh, God, How I saw a trailer right? for that. Um, yeah, I didn't see the first one. That one, <laughs> I didn't know. Screened. I, didn't. Right, I, I, I just love that. I just couldn't have predicted that there would ever be a colon, The Scorched Trials, <laughs> as a title <laughs> in my lifetime. Yeah. Uh, will there be a Martian panel? It's the new Ridley Scott movie with Matt Damon. When does the trailer that, just came out. And it was it, Fo- is that a Fox movie? Yes. Okay, so I think that would be possible, like because you know typically the, all the uh, movies they get lumped together with their studios. So I could see them pimping out Fantastic Four a little bit. Like I don't think there'll be a screening, but to do Fantastic Four, The Martian, that makes sense. I think that would. I think they could. Sh- that Has would everyone show seen up. Interstellar? Yeah. Okay, you seen Interstellar, mm-hmm. Bart? Have you seen Interstellar? No, but so feel free. I'm about to go big. Sco- big spoiler here. Huge, huge twist in that movie. I don't care. Okay. All right. Everybody, tune out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Matt Damon shows up. The movie The Martian happens. The movie The Martian happens. They <laughs> in shot the middle it. of Interstellar. But here's what's funny. When you don't see Matt Damon's name in the credits, and they get to the planet, and he's there, my first thought is, did they shoot Matt Damon into space? Like, I don't know, he's, I don't know him as a character, because I'm not expecting him. And I'm like, I'm like, well, well, of course we got to preserve him. He's the first name I ever heard. <laughs> right? Get him into space! He's the first name I ever heard attached to Interstellar. Oh, really? Really, really early on. Oh, wow. Then I had, like, a year to forget about it. So mm. when he showed up, I went, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wasn't nuts. <laughs> I didn't think that we got recast with yeah, McConaughey yeah. or something. That's funny. But, I, you know, Scott did a... a a, a video, uh, I guess it was a live shoot from the set of Pr- Prometheus at the con, so he may show up with something. Yeah, that makes oh, sense. Ridley Scott, yeah, yeah. Uh, Deadpool. Oh yes, comes out in February. Yeah. That'll be big. Yeah, that'll have a big presence. They'll do stunts like like they always did that. Like when Loki comes out dressed in costume, <clears throat> Deadpool's going to do some nonsense. You've seen the stuff they've already been doing. Yeah, where he's knocking interview hosts out. Like who was the guy that had an interview with Ryan Reynolds? About uh, who? Say by the bell. Was. What's his name? Say by oh, the bell. Oh, Mario Lopez. Mario, that's right. Yeah, Mario Lopez. I think it's Mario Lopez. Interviewed him, and he's interviewing Ryan Reynolds, and they start to go into the bit. You don't realize it until it's a stunt thing, where he's like, "Yeah, but aren't we concerned about violence?" He's kind of doing that thing with like the Downey Jr. guy. He's like, "Aren't you concerned about violence?" And he's like, "Shouldn't this movie be rated PG?" And he's like, "No, no, no. It's going to be R-rated and stuff like that." And then Deadpool comes up and just knocks Mario Lopez out, and he goes, <laughs> "The movie's going to be rated R." And points into this camera, and then goes away. Did you just reference Morton Downey? Yeah. <laughs> Did I? Is that what it was? No, I said Robert Downey Jr. Like oh, they said, like you the said, you Downey said Downey Jr. 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 And like, I thought a guy who would be uh, criticizing society. Reference! Morton <laughs> <laughs> Downey Jr., my God. Yeah, I thought that. But Deadpool, also, fo- also Fox. Yes. So. so I'm going through the Fox ones here first. So oh, okay. They could have a, a substantial, considering that we've already discussed, there'll be well, before the show, there'll be no Marvel. Right. So I think everyone else, I mean... Because they don't need to advertise themselves. Yeah, if you're another studio, don't you go, well, I'm going to capitalize on this space and time and bring the goods. Yeah. I it would is, hope so. It is time to re- for, for DC Warners to release a single picture from Batman Superman. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a new press release. I think they have to come together and bring the whole corporation oh, to say? release a photo. Ladies and gentlemen. Of Plastic Man. Picture of Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to announce they cast Plastic Man on that date that uh, Marvel's not Here's there. something I found out that's happening. Yeah, we've cast Jimmy Olsen. Uh, there will be a screening at Comic-Con of Days of Future Past, the Rogue Cut. Oh, 17 sweet. minutes of extra footage with Rogue uh, re-edited back into the oh, film. That's awesome. Who I guess was cut. That'd be exciting to see with the crowd because usually a DVD extra version you can't see with the crowd. Yes. You know, and it will it be all. coming out on the DVD uh, later. Yes, yeah. Blu-ray or something. Did they say where they're going to show that? Or uh, search it and find it. Yeah. yeah. Probably Ballroom 20. Or oh, off-site, maybe. I don't even know. Who knows? Mm. Now, Lee, Jurassic Park 3 came out uh, that has Tia Leone in it, right? Yes, Tia Leone. So there's only Tia one Leone. of maybe four years that that could have come out, right? She was only really... <laughs> you can really peg when that one came out. I'm going to go 2001. NBC I, pushed her in that show. <laughs> she had that movie. Then Spanglish, and then you don't see her. Yeah. Oh, oh fun, fun with Dick and Jane. She's still hot. Oh, yeah, the the Jim Carrey reverse-engineered uh, and run. Are we going to oh, get anything? Yeah. Now, that, now that it's attached director Rupert Wyatt of Rise of Planet Ooh. of the Apes, are we going to see anything about Gambit? You might see a picture of him in costume. Maybe. That's Gambit is in maybe. the movie. Gambit, Gambit the movie, okay. yes. But there were also rumors that he might pop up in X-Men Apocalypse. That that's that was a, my next, is yeah, a that possibility. Makes Probably going to be lots about that, yeah? I would think so. I would think so. Brian Singer, like when they brought Days of Future Past, 
however many years ago. I mean, that was a they huge, everybody. huge mm-hmm. panel. I mean, they had both casts from like the old, the you know, the Hugh Jackman movies yeah. and the first Jeez. class movies. I mean, it was it was probably thirty people. It's so amazing as I will speak as a comic book and more importantly a live action superhero film fan from way back. We get whatever we want now. <laughs> I mean, they just they throw all those people in one movie and that there's an epic Wolverine, which is never going to happen. You're like. That guy is Wolverine. You know, like you can never say that about Batman. You're like, hey, it's Michael Keaton. <laughs> All right, let's skip over to uh, that guy is Warner Brothers. Will we see or care about Pan? This is the Peter Pan movie with Hugh Jackman. Speaking of him, I think it'll be tagged on, but yeah. I don't think yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going for that. Nobody's going in costume. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a summer movie. It comes out in October. It was a summer movie. Yeah, and they, they pushed it back. I remember the the idea that I thought was really really interesting. But as soon as that trailer started, I'm like, oh, this is going to be the first big bomb of the summer, mm-hmm. without without a doubt. It, now that's the Peter Pan story, or the story of the guy that wrote Peter Pan. It's the Peter Pan prequel. Yeah, Peter it's, Pan it's, prequel, it's before okay. Peter. So was... So it's like Hook. No, well, that would hooks after would be after. Oh, oh, yeah. that's right. That is. They after. call those that sequels. <laughs> <laughs> is this a new concept? So wait, a pre so a sequel is something that comes after the prequel. After there the you go. Oh, okay. So do All we right. get uh, do we get to see any of In the Heart of the Sea, Ron Howard's new movie? Will that have a presence? I don't know what that is. This is a uh, Moby Dick, but not with Chris Hemsworth. <gasps> oh, is that his stage name when he dances, Moby Dick? Next movie. Uh, Batman- they should shorten that. They always do one word titles. That should just be called Dick, right? <laughs> Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Now, this is where they're going to do a ton of shit, right? Yes, yes. And they they really have some damage to make up for. When they did the Green Lantern panel however many years ago, I mean, they really dropped the ball with that panel. Um, Martin Campbell looked like he couldn't couldn't have wanted to have been there less. Yeah. And, and he, I think he had a cough that day. As well, so he keep he's continually hacking into <laughs> into the microphone. Man. Ryan Reynolds was great on it, yeah. um, but just in terms of what they showed, I mean, there was just this palpable feeling of just being let down. And we've got Batman and Robin on our hands. Right? They don't have a, a Green Lantern cast at the moment, no. correct? Well, they're no. going to go John Stewart Green Lantern, which is the Black you Green think so? Lantern. Yeah, they they haven't said either way, but he is the only member of the Justice League that they have not cast yet. That mm. they haven't announced Tyrese. Oh, so there. Well, there you go. That's oh, coming then. That's the Idris thing. Elba. Here's a here's a photo of Idris Elba. <laughs> yep, there it is. Here's Idris Elba as Green Lantern. Uh, Suicide Squad comes Ooh. next year. What are we gonna get out of that? Uh yeah, I think they'll show something. I, th- I think Batman Superman will be a new trailer. And, yeah, that's true. They will do that. Um, and maybe even some extended footage. Suicide Squad. I don't Suicide know. Suicide Squad's gonna be probably one of those healthy ones where they show a decent amount of footage. They've been shooting the whole time. They're gonna have some stuff cut it together. It opens August next year, so you kind of gotta hype it now because you're only gonna have that month, and you're already into oh. super hype. Oh, I July see. next year. Yeah. So you probably gotta. They'll do a Guardians. They'll show like one little snippet scene, and then next year they'll have the full. Wasn't the Guardians panel movie. crazy though? How like. Here, we've been doing some stuff for a week, and they showed a trailer that was like the craziest, most awesome trailer you ever saw in your life. I'm like, how did they, in a week, what? what all did they show in it? They showed like part of the prison escape, yeah. and they showed like space fights, mm-hmm. and like all this stuff where you're like, they just started shooting? I, it was amazing. They showed the, the, the main part was the lineup of bringing the characters in and basically introducing the characters. Yeah, true. Um, okay, so kind of the form the trailer ultimately took. Like, what a bunch of a-holes. What a yeah. bunch of a-holes. I love that guy. Peter Saravanovich. Yes. He, he kills was just in it we in watched, Spy. Right? Yeah. Spy. Yeah. My God, everybody kills it in Spy. Go see Spy. God. Uh, jumping over to Universal, they never have like a panel 
but sometimes their movies get played because they got Crimson Peak coming out. Is that going to be a thing? Guillermo del Toro? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he, he, del Toro always has a pretty big presence oh, yeah. at Comic-Con. Those people love him. Aren't they the best? Yeah. <laughs> His panels are so great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell me if you want to see a Hellboy 3. Because <laughs> I don't give a fuck. And he like looks and, and there's a little thing on the back of his name tag. It says, "Be careful of language." Because I don't care about the fuck. Yeah, I'm excited about the fucking movie. Whatever. I'm, I'm terrible with the dialect, but he's so much fun. He's just holding court in Hall H, oh, man. Six thousand people yeah. in Paul and Vizan. And he gave us one of the great quotes. If you look up Guillermo del Toro in the movie, guys, we got a piece of uh, a clip out there. We did the we did the premiere of Pacific Rim, and he actually gave us a quote and played along with a bit. Yeah. Like Bart did a whole bit with him, and he played along. Like he asked about union dues for the the, the uh, kaiju or whatever. And he's like, oh, no, I no, the kaiju were, were any, uh, uh, <laughs> any any Godzilla's hurt on the any set. Any Godzilla's hurt <laughs> in the making of this movie? <laughs> it's like, oh no, no, they all do. So, so Paul, I, I have a question, kaiju union. <laughs> question union. about this uh, this Comic Con. Will will there be any comics at this Comic Con? <laughs> no, no. This well, is it all movies now? Way, there is very hard. To way find. in the back. Yeah, so, way. In there is so, but that's the thing. There is so much there, comic wise. Okay. Yeah. That's how ridiculously big this is. For all this I'm mentioning, yeah. there's this much comics. I was wondering and if there's, there's this much TV. Wow. I was wondering if there's like a, a, a an uprising of discontent among the purists who say this oh. should have been yes. comic. There is. <laughs> and I've there heard is. rumors that they're going to move it. That they want to move it to L.A. They rumor that every year. They, yeah, they, 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 they do talk about that every year. I think well, they're in year four, three or four of a five-month deal with San, San Diego. And it should stay deal. there. We need to keep it where not everyone can go. <laughs> it needs to stay yeah. where it's hard to get to. And the town they can take over. I love the takeover nature of that town. There's nothing like it. They yeah. just take over downtown. It just becomes this magical paradise, mm-hmm. much like Hollywood Boulevard, <laughs> except less people are sweaty. Well, actually, no more. <laughs> gem and the Holograms? We're going to get a lot of Gem and the Holograms? Dude, that trailer isn't... Now, I'm a big fan of 80s uh, cartoons, and especially ones that push toys. I love the 80s car- toy cartoon boom. And so Gem and the Holograms, yes, I've watched my share of Gem and the Holograms. Uh, uh, and it was a classic kind of 80s... Con- there was a rocker girl, and then there were evil rock and roll girls, the Misfits, <laughs> that would play evil rock and roll, and they played like a song or two every... It was a music video. It was they a music video, a little, yeah. Little it was like the same video. time as like kid video and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. So, the, you know, I hear this is coming out. There's new comics, stuff like that. And I've got some friends that, that watched it back then. I go, I, and uh, female friends who enjoyed Jem because, you know, we watched G.I. Joe, but Jem was there for the ladies, you know. And then there was that poor Barbie and the Rockers ripoff. I know you're just ripping off Jem. Am I the only one alone in this room? Yes. <laughs> anyway, the point is, this trailer comes along. I think along. it is one over all the ladies again. Thank you, ladies. That's right. <laughs> if you'd like to watch Jem and the Holograms with someone, I might be that man. Uh, so this trailer comes along, and it might as well be like, it looks like The Fault in Our Stars. American Idol, the movie or something, yeah. Yeah, like, except she's trying to get into like a reality show or something like that, and it's just like, it's absurd that it's supposedly based on a cartoon with any, I don't know, it's, it's just hilarious. I, I want to take The Fault in Our Stars and just put G.I. Joe at the end of it, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it might as well be. In the cartoon, wasn't there like a computer that she had that turned her into Jim? Is, am, am Synergy? I, it is yeah. It's like, and she would go Showtime Synergy or something like that. It's something like that. She would like grab. It. Yeah, and it yeah. That was clothes. her. Yeah. That was her. Uh, That's thunder, thunder, Thundercats. That was her version of Showtime Synergy. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, the big deal you. is Friday is now taken over by Star Wars. Almost nice. all over the con. God bless all this H. Event. We're gonna get new Force Awakens footage, right? Oh, it's the one place to. Walk. So if you're what 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 is today? Today is the 16th, 17th. 16th. People are in line now. This will go up the 18th. Yeah, get in line now. <laughs> yeah. It starts, there, that will be, what, the 11th of July? Get in line now. Can't imagine. Uh, the 10th. Or something like that. It, 10th? It's the 10th, 10th, yeah. 
Yeah, because they're going to be on Friday, and then everyone is assuming that Warner's will be on Saturday then. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff they're going to be debuting there as well. But, of course, (laughs) Star Wars-wise, Star Wars World and Universe-wise. A lot of balls shoved into spandex is what they're going to be debuting there as well. But J.J. (laughs) with uh, new footage is the big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And what has Mark Hamill ever been to Comic-Con? I mean, Harrison Harrison Ford's been a couple of times now. But you assume that most of the cast, most of the cast will be showing up. Who would be the biggest Comic Con attendee? Harrison Ford. Harrison. Let's take this year. Obviously, it it would change every year. Will Smith. Maybe if he shows up for Suicide Squad. Yeah. He's Ike Barinholtz. He's in Suicide Squad. (laughs) I'm going for Ike Barinholtz. But I don't know. I think they've all shown up if they're already. You know, if they. I mean, Arnold's been there, and uh, Harrison Ford. Spielberg. Tom Cruise was there, right? That was the right answer. Wait, yeah. Spielberg, he's oh, been there. Yeah. Trick question. Spielberg was there. He and Peter Jackson were there oh, for 1010. You're, right. you're right. And that, that I think, was the biggest reception that anyone's ever gotten from when I've been Has there. Has Tom Cruise been? Uh, he yeah. does Mission Impossible promos and stuff there. No, he and did. It was, it was he the did sci-fi. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of tomorrow yeah. He did a whole big thing. Sense. It was... He, yeah, that's what I need to rewatch. He and, he and uh, Hardwick sang "Rock of Ages." Uh, oh, songs. that's fantastic! That's good headlines. So that's the question. So unfair that Chris Hardwick, Hard, Hardwick, got to hang out with Tom. Cruise. Yeah, all he did was put. Well, he showed years up and went on the Nerdist <laughs> show too. Oh, so. that's yeah. right. Yeah. He got to interview him. Have a good summer. That's that story that uh, the the producer of the show, Ben Blacker, or I I forget what his name is, one of the guys that produces the show, that he got to walk Tom Cruise out to his car, and he's like, "Have a good summer." (laughs) <laughs> That's then you like, then you like, probably feel obligated. But God, I feel like I, I need to have a good summer now. I don't want to disappoint Tom. Yeah, right? Tom exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last couple things. Uh, what Lions, are you doing? Tom said to Lionsgate <laughs> is confirmed to be there with the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part Two. I admit to being way behind on this. I haven't seen Catching Fire yet. Um, so I saw oh, the Hunger I Games, either. but not yeah. the other ones. I mean, it was fine. I mean, I, you know, well, I, Philip Seymour I, Hoffman. Right away is going to be a. So they it. shot his stuff out all right for both movies before he died. So he's in both. He's in this movie. And he's in the last one. I'm not sure. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Everybody's doing it. Sorry. I next thing you know, anything you like to ruin? Yeah. Shannon? Right. I can't believe he just <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman gave away that he dies, dies at the end. Oh my god. Of his life. And then the last witch hunter, this new Vin Diesel movie. I saw a trailer for it. It doesn't look good because I don't know. Now I see why he goes back to Furious. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. These other movies. <laughs> does this movie Riddick require that? He, does this require him to speak lines? Yes, that's where he. That's, gets, that's his weakness. Name a name, name a non Riddick and yeah. fa- Fast and Furious Vin Diesel movie. Does he have to articulate? That's where he falls off. <laughs> that's going to be kind of like I Frankenstein when yeah. when I Frankenstein panel happened. Mm-hmm. It was sort of sandwiched in between mm-hmm. all this really good stuff. <laughs> that's yeah. how that's how Last Witch Hunter I think will be. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, and then uh, will we get any other further? Lastly, will we get any further updates on things like Transformers, where Spider-Man falls in the new Marvel world? That would maybe that's where they're going to announce who is playing the next uh, the next think, Peter Parker. Would that be for a Sony panel, or if Marvel's not going to be oh, there? Oh, I mean, that's, that's a, true. It's a Sony. You know, they're they're both going in. I on looked it. up Sony's slate, and they don't got a lot going on. Uh, that's Comic Con, mm-hmm. you know, movie wise. Unless a, they have a Ghostbusters surprise. Thing, I have a feeling. Yeah. I have a feeling without Marvel's approval, they can't just go announce it themselves. <laughs> like I oh, think yeah. there's a yeah, they got they're well, going to roll Marvel that out. Won't make a Hulk standalone movie because it means they got to pay Universal a ton of money. Ah, so you won't, you're not going to get it. Why. So I'm sure they're not thrilled about paying Sony <laughs> money. Yeah, because the only way they get the 
writes back as if no movie is made of that character for a certain amount of years. So, like, they, they got back. P- Punisher was announced as going to be in the Daredevil season two. Yeah. Holy crap, how great is John that? John Bernthal, too. I'm very excited about that. And you look at the way they treated the Kingpin in this, and you go, they've made one of the best Marvel characters. And that is saying a lot in this year in the Kingpin. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, I cannot. They've got to put the Punisher in the sequel. And yes. And there he is. Uh, and with that tangent, I forgot what I was talking about. Probably wasn't that great, though. Spider-Man. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, that wraps another movie showcast, everybody. Uh, together, <laughs> we are the movie. We don't have birthdays to go out on. So uh, we are the movie guys. Individually, we are Adam Brown. You can follow us on Twitter at The Movie Guys for daily jokes and links. Also on Facebook.com slash The Movie Guys, as well as iTunes, Vimeo, YouTube, Funny or Die, SoundCloud, Vine, Instagram, LinkedIn, all that shit. Thanks to Shannon McClung from the Clan McClung. What are we plugging on your in your world? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Shannon underscore McClung, and my reps would love it if you'd go Ooh. to my Facebook fan page. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm Shannon, a fan. Shannon, fan page. Shannon McClung fan page and give it a like. That means something now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what, you got another TV uh, spot coming up? I have something coming up in August that I'm not allowed to say what it is, but if you look me up on IMDb, you can probably see it there. Movie uh, or TV? Both TV. Mm. Franchise? Yeah. Mm, okay. And uh, Karen's not here to plug it, but there is a new Boobay Sisters show this Saturday in Sherman Oaks at Corky's, the Cork Lounge, where they always perform. Uh, it is a surprise birthday party for Renee Boubet, and madness will ensue. Okay. And for those of you who don't know, the Boubet sisters is Karen's singing group, a trio. Alter ego. She's dresses. like Jim in the holograms. Yeah. She rubs her teeth and she becomes Faye Boubet, or, uh, or whatever. Yeah. What's her name? Faye Boubet? Karen is K. K Boubet. Yes. And Faye's birthday. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, did you just announce a surprise birthday party? Ah, shh. Okay, we're not if you're sure, there. We're not sure <laughs> if she is, no, if Renee drinks. So we're not sure if she knows there's a party or if she knows it's her birthday. Oh. <laughs> also, thanks she to Steve. <laughs> thanks to Steve Schultz for his writing contributions to the show every week. And as always, we owe everything to Pat Peach. Next week, animals with Ted 2 and Max as what? they hit the screen. And we'll talk to you then. <laughs> thanks, Shannon. So-